This is Generation Justice, a multiracial project that trains youth to harness the power of community through media, narrative, and critical consciousness. I'm Madhumita Santanam. And I'm Josh Green. We want to remind you that this program broadcasts from the rightful lands of the Tiwa people. Have you heard about the Earned Income Tax Credit? If you are 19 to 24 years old and made $21,000 or less in 2021, then the government might owe you up to $1,500, even if you have never filed taxes before. This is what we will be talking about tonight on Generation Justice. What do New Mexico youth think about the earned income tax credits and a temporary expansion? This evening, we bring youth from all over the states but we'll let you know just what they think about it. Denisha Thompson, Senior Associate at the Earned Income Tax Credit Funders Network, tells us more about why this is important. We also have some important vaccine and booster information and a community calendar for you. Speaking of community, here is Wonderful World, Beautiful People by Jimmy Cliff. Does the government owe you money? I found out that the government owes me money. Wait, how? Why? Want to learn more? We bring you Barbara Ramirez and young people throughout New Mexico who tell us what they think about this. The Congressional Passage of the American Rescue Plan Act in 2021 provides young adults a substantial expansion of the Earned Income Tax Credit or EITC. The American Rescue Plan temporarily changed the eligibility from 25 to 19 years of age. The maximum credit available to workers without dependent children increased from $540 to $1,500. It is estimated that over 17 million young adults who typically work for low pay will qualify for this credit. However, the EITC expansion is only for this one year. New Mexico is targeted as a key state because we have a high population of young adults who are in the eligible age group. And New Mexico is one of the top three poorest in the U.S. Our poverty rate was 18.2% in 2019. Youth are some of the most affected. We spoke with New Mexico youth from various communities all over the state. We asked them, what would $1,500 mean for you and your family? And also, what is your recommendation to the federal government? You will now hear from New Mexico youth, Junko Featherston, Chaslin Tefoya, Ariana Cordova, Josh Green, Laura Garrett, Annie Quintana, Kyle Gonzalez, and Lucero Velasquez.
So hello, Generation Justice. My name is Junko Featherston. I'm a half Japanese native New Mexican born and raised right here in Albuquerque. And I use the pronoun she, her. So as a college student aiming to graduate within the year, um, trying to pay off student debt, you know, things like living alone, bills, rent, insurance, um, et cetera, uh, 1500 goes a long way. And um, with that money, I can pay for so many necessities. People who come from wealthy backgrounds may think that $1,500 is nothing but pocket change, but coming from a low income family and being low income myself as an adult, that money means another uh, month of rent, uh, shelter and food on the table. If I had a recommendation to the federal government about beneficial tax programs such as this, I would say a multitude of things. Um, but mainly it would be about how so many young people and families in our community and communities throughout the nation, they struggle from poverty and are on the brink of homelessness at all times, um, living paycheck to paycheck or sacrificing things that should be a given in 2022, like food, internet or health insurance. There needs to be more resources for poverty-stricken states and communities. There needs to be more relief than just $1,500. And with the minimum wage still being around $10, um, it's not enough. And there needs to be reform in a lot of uh, societal um, aspects. Um, but, you know, this is a great small step towards a bigger problem here in America. And uh, many, you know, youths here in New Mexico will find this tax credit to be extremely helpful, um, including myself. My name is Chazan Tafoya. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I am 20 years old and I am from Taos Pueblo in Jemez Pueblo, New Mexico. $1,500 would mean so much to me because um, obviously we're coming out of a pandemic and we could see rises in, in prices and food and gas rising up. I'm trying to get car. And so if I want a car, I could help that money could help me either put it a down payment or help to get insurance, right? But then also we gotta be considerate of the gas now today. Um, I could even use that money to help go back into college because I'm in a financial debt with um, FASPA. So um, yeah, there's many ways that this money could help my family, even with um, gas bills, water bills, electricity bills. I would recommend to expand this tax credit to be an annual thing um, instead of just the years of COVID recovery. COVID recovery isn't just two to three years after the fact. It, you know, it takes time for people to build back up. Uh, I think full-time students should be able to receive it just because they're willing, um, already getting full-time schooling doesn't mean that you know, they're on the road to success. They're still struggling with homes or cars or food, et cetera. So I think it should be an expansion annually, but um, also an expansion for the qualifications. My name is Adriana Cordova. I am 18 years old and I identify as Nova Mexicana Chicana and my pronouns are she and her. This $1,500 would for myself personally, helped me greatly for school, you know, whether that be just regular tuition or housing or paying food expenses on campus, whatever that might be, um, that would help me greatly in terms of my um, college career right now. But for my family, I think 
that it would be great to help with everyday necessities, you know, food, um, clothing if it's needed to help pay for, but also helping my parents pay utilities, you know, doing my part as someone who does live in the house and take advantage of those utilities. The biggest recommendation would just be, you know, it's, it isn't fair to take this away from people. It isn't fair to offer this opportunity and then, you know, after it's done so much good, immediately take it away because it's not really seen as applicable because we're no longer in a, I guess, dire COVID situation like we have been for a long time. But overall, I just really don't think it's fair to be removing these opportunities after offering them. I'm Joshua Green. I'm age 23. I'm a Black African-American. My pronouns are he and him. I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I qualify for the earned income tax credits. It's really a matter of just basic necessities, you know, just paying off the bills, um, making sure I just, you know, keep, you know, food coming in, the groceries, making sure like everything is taken care of, like, uh, what is it? all around me, making sure I just have enough finances for myself. And you know, I think it, it will just do a really great job in just uh, helping me save a lot more money, you know, compared to not having $1,500. It's about damn time. It took a pandemic for, for them to give us a chance to gain some money. And um, it's a first step. I really like that, but you know, I would like to have a little more and kind of feels like we have to, for us young people, we just have to like try to earn less to gain, to gain more, kind of feels counterproductive. My name is Lori Lane Garrett. I am 24 years old. I grew up in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I am a Mexican American woman and I use she, her pronouns. $1,500 would mean a lot to me. Um, that would cover rent and utilities and groceries for a month. Um, and it could really help my financial situation. My recommendation is that the federal government um, considers offering this tax credit to more young people. Many young people are struggling and could really benefit from a program like this. Hello, my name is Annie Quintana Eddins. I am 23 years old. I identify as a Nueva Mexicana Chicana, and my pronouns are she and her. I am from Las Cruces in the southern part of the state. $1,500 to me would actually save me some debt. I need to fix my car, pay back some medical bills, and that's exactly where this money would go. My recommendation would be to continue to grow the eligibility for this tax credit. It would show that the federal government is valuing the work that young people are doing and the contributions that they are making to our economy, especially students like myself, who are not only contributing to our institutions, but our communities and our local economies. My name is Kyle Gonzalez. I'm 24 years old and I'm Nuevo Mexicano Chicano. Um, I'm originally from Farmington, New Mexico, but I live now in Albuquerque, and I've been with Generation Justice now for about two and a half years. $1,500 would be a huge windfall for my family. Um, my partner and I are both young, um, and he's still in school, so $1,500 would really make a huge difference because that covers our rent, uh, gas for both of us, and groceries. 
um, it would really be an investment in the future of my family. As right now, I'm trying to work more and support my partner as he's going to school to get his degree. My recommendation for the federal government would be to really focus on making sure that young people know that they're eligible and getting information out into our community so that people know the things that they can do to save themselves money and to really get ahead in our society. Hola, yo me llamo Lucero Isamar Velázquez. Yo tengo 22 años. Yo soy de Alburquerque. Mis abuelos de parte de mi mamá vinieron de México y del lado de mi papá vinieron del Santo Domingo Pueblo aquí en Nuevo México. Uh, yo soy nativa mexica. Yo aquí resido en Texas, Nuevo México, que es un pueblito entre Española y Taos. Y aquí vivo con mi pareja y nuestra hija. Um, $1,500 es mucho dinero y yo creo que me puede ayudar en la casa, en las cosas que necesitamos aquí. Nos haría un gran ayuda aquí en la casa porque tenemos animales que tenemos de quedar de comer y nos podría abrir más oportunidades de uh, mantenerlos, tener un espacio más grande y pues también compartir la comida que crecemos aquí con los demás. The last voice you heard is that of Lucero Velázquez. She represents rural northern New Mexico and speaks of how this tax credit not only supported buying food for her family, but also feed for their livestock. This is so very pertinent to survival for rural life in our beautiful state. New Mexico youth now have a message for you. I know many people who qualify, and I always say to do your taxes as early as possible for maximum benefits from the government. I would hope to encourage my friends, family, um, of course, and the listeners about the tax credit program um, in effect and hope that they take advantage of this. I guess my biggest thing um, would be that it's very important to be making sure that these opportunities are well known and are well spoken for so people can take these opportunities, um, but also understanding that um, we do unfortunately live in a society where um, tax equity is not, you know, really a thing. It isn't very um, equal at all. Um, and that these opportunities that are being offered to people are steps in the right direction to take um, to get to a better place in terms of our economy and the way that we look at taxes and also the way that taxes affect people in um, in you know both New Mexico and nationwide. If you haven't done your taxes, better go do it to get $1,500. For us young people, we're still trying to find our ways and trying to, you know, live our lives and, you know, trying to uh, get around, you know, without any financial help. If we're going to be this generation where the older people spout out, oh yeah, you're the generation that's going to save us, then you better back up your word with more than $1,500. My message to people who do qualify for this tax credit is to educate yourself about it and to make sure that you are filing this on your taxes so that you can get this refund, which could be incredibly helpful to you and your family. 
mi mensaje para los que califican es que toman el tiempo para tomar esta encuesta y toman el tiempo para, para ver si califican. El gobierno, como ya sabemos, no nos dan mucha oportunidad para que regresa nuestro dinero y ese dinero lo merecemos, trabajamos duro para él. Entonces, si no, no tomaste el tiempo para aplicar, es como decir que no estás valorando su tiempo que trabajaste por todo el año. Entonces, yo digo a los jóvenes que, que están entre estas edades que, que lo toman en serio para que agarremos lo que nos merecemos. If you think you qualify for this tax credit, please, please, please go to getyourrefund.org. Here are some important facts to remember. For just this one year, the federal government might owe young workers up to $1,500 if they were 19 to 24 and made less than $21,000 in the year of 2021. This is relevant even if you have never filed taxes before. To check if you qualify, visit getyourrefund.org. Again, that's getyourrefund.org. And don't forget to check out the hashtag getyourrefund and get your taxes done by April 18th. We want to thank Junko Featherston, Chaslyn Tafoya, Ariana Cordova, Josh Green, Laura Garrett, Annie Quintana, Kyle Gonzalez, and Lucero Velasquez for your thoughts about the Earned Income Tax Credit. Thank you, Josh, and all of the other youth who joined us to talk about the Earned Income Tax Credit. Look up the hashtag, get your refund. Here is Hey Young World by Fashan and Exile. Hold on to your dreams till they come true. Don't let them tell you what you can or can't do. I know it's hard trying to make it on your own too. Surviving at the same time going to school and trying to pay tuition by washing dishes. It's all a part of being self-sufficient. Look for a shooting star and you keep on wishing. Who's to say five years from now will you end up seeing your up your own business? The EITC Funders Network brings together foundations across the country to make a positive impact on economic security for individuals and families through tax credits, specifically the child tax credits and earned income tax credits. Denisha Thompson, the senior associate at the EITC Funders Network, is with us tonight with their very own Adriana Cordova to provide even more information about the Earned Income Tax Credit. This is Ariana Cordova with Generation Justice, and I am speaking with Denisha Thompson, Senior Associate at Earned Income Tax Credit Funders Network. Denisha Thompson is a social worker turned social entrepreneur. She is a consultant, facilitator, and coach. Denisha is also an adjunct professor at the Metropolitan College of New York. She is a fierce advocate for oppressed people and their communities and helps to build nonprofit networks and partnerships that center equity and justice. Denisha, welcome to Generation Justice. Thank you so much, Adi, for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you. Of course, I'm very excited to be speaking with you. Please tell us more about yourself. 
So I'm Denisha, and as you said, I am the senior associate with the EITC Funders Network. Our network uh, is comprised of about 300 charitable foundations that really are focused on how to make our tax code more fair. Um, we really think about economic security and economic security for all people in the country. And so one of the ways we know that inequity persists is through our unfair tax code. And so one of the things we have as a tool to counter that is the earned income tax credit. And so we do a lot of work around raising awareness and connecting people to and organizations to the resources that they need to ensure that as many people as possible are able to benefit from the pieces of our tax code that are for us. Absolutely. I think it's very important to be making sure that tax codes are fair for everybody, um, especially with the way that we see that they're um, functioning now. It is very unfortunate that they are so unfair. Um, I'm interested to learn more about the Earned Income Tax Credit Funders Network and your mission. So the EITC Funders Network has been around since 2004. We are made up, like I said, of members um, who represent different philanthropic organizations. It is a nationwide network. And so we have members all over the country. Um, and again, who have this specific focus on equity in our tax code and really thinking about how to ensure that more people get access to the taxes. So we come together um, for webinars, learning opportunities to share resources and strategies. Um, we have health foundations who are really thinking about the connection between having money and your health. We have policy foundations that are really thinking about how can we do better around public policy and have public policy that impacts our tax code in a way where it's more fair for more people. We have funders who are thinking about research and really trying to gather stories and data um, in communities to figure out what do people need and how are they using these um, tax credits to really improve their lives. We have folks who are thinking about um, narrative change and communication and messaging. And to your point, really the idea that no one deserves to be poor and we all deserve to, to if we are in this country, an opportunity to have a tax code that works for us, not just for the rich at the top, not just for billionaires and millionaires, but really for all people, particularly those who um, are the most vulnerable and most in need of additional financial resources. And so our network comes together. Um, we also publish a newsletter, but we spend a lot of time really trying to have this conversation um, at tables where there's influence, where we can then go to other spaces and really try to help um, affect some type of change around our tax code. Of course, I didn't really know that there was so many sectors, if you will, that are so affected by um, the inequity um, among the tax codes. So it's really great to know that there's so much that you guys are doing to really help uh, these people in need. And I think that's absolutely great. Um, what is the American Rescue Plan Act? The American Rescue Plan Act is a law that was passed last year by President Joe Biden as a add-on package and a response to the pandemic. As you know, COVID happened, no one was expecting it. And really um, the most vulnerable people in our society were impacted the most, right? So we're thinking about 
low wage workers, moderately wage workers who now had to figure out something different for childcare because their kid wasn't in school or had to figure out how to um, manage when prices for everything was going up. And so as part of the American Rescue Plan Act, it's a big bill that has hundreds of provisions, but one of the provisions expanded the earned income tax credit. And so in the past, the earned income tax credit um, eligibility was a lot more stringent. It were for people who were over the age of 25, um, people who had some children in their home. And now what's happened since the American Rescue Plan Act is that we have this expansion that one, raises the amount that people are eligible, um, are eligible to receive back and also reduces the age. It also in increases the age um, for people over the age of 64, but also reduces the age. So now um, young people who are between the ages of 19 to 24 who have a job and make under $21,000 a year um, and also are in school less than part-time are able to now claim this credit. So the way the credit works is you file your federal income taxes and based on your income, the earned income tax credit reduces the amount of money that you would have owed to the government. So say for example, you do your taxes and you owed $8,000 to the government. Once you do your income taxes, the earned income tax credit has the potential to reduce the amount. So you no longer owed 8,000 or paid 8,000, or if you paid 8,000, but now once the earned income tax credit reduces your tax liability, now you only owe 6,500, you get that $1,500 back. And so that's the way it works. It reduces the overall amount that you owe. And for a lot of people, that means they've paid too much taxes and then can get that money back as part of a refund. So that's why we call it the tax credit. It's something that people have earned. This is not um, a, just an entitlement. This is something people have earned, they deserve, they've worked. And because they fall under that minimum threshold, in this case, 19 to 24 year olds who are under the age, I mean, who have made under $21,000, that they have this possibility, this potential to get some money back. Um, and so the eligibility is different based on um, the amount of children you have, if you have, and those are, that's for young people who don't have children. If you have children, um, the refundability is up to $3,600 for one child, $6,000 for two children, and $6,700 if you have three children, depending on your income. So it really is a significant amount of money. And, um, you know, one of the things that's so positive about this is that, you know, the earned income tax credit has been around for a long time. Um, but this expansion is temporary and it's really just part of this American Rescue Plan Act. So it's for one year. We hope that it'll be ex extended. But for now, this is what we have. And we want as many young people as possible who are now eligible, who weren't eligible in the past and may not be eligible in the future to really take the opportunity to do their taxes. Even if you've never done it before, you can get help um, at getyourrefund.org and really do your federal taxes and see if you're eligible. Um, at getyourrefund.org, there is a calculator that will help you step through the process to see whether or not you're eligible. But we really recommend um, that if you've made under $21,000 a year, which is possible for those of us who work as gig workers, Uber drivers, you know, in the service industry, uh, if you made under $21,000 last year in 2021, 
um, you are eligible, likely eligible for the earned income tax credit. And so we really encourage you to um, take the steps to see if the IRS owes you money, because if they do, go get it. <laughs> Absolutely. It is very important that we make sure that these opportunities are both known, but also that they're absolutely needed for some people, you know, that they are necessary and that they do so much good for the community. Um, and what can we do as a community to let the government know that these types of opportunities are really needed uh, to help youth in our country? That's such a great question. And I'm so happy to hear it on this radio show because this is a perfect platform to do it. Um, one of the things that we really um, think is important is advocacy, right? So there are groups in your community that are really advocating for equity in the tax code. Um, and one of the ways you can help them is by sharing your story, telling people like why this money is important. What could an extra $1,400 or extra $1,000 do if you got that money and was able to make decisions for yourself on how to use it? Um, we know that there's a lot of misconceptions about how people use these tax credits and whether or not it actually makes meaningful change in someone's life. Um, but these tax credits are used for things like paying your utilities, buying food, buying school supplies, um, really everyday needs of families. And so so I think it's just so important anytime you can have an opportunity to share the story of the impact of the tax credit to maybe right size some of the misconceptions that are out there about why people use them, that's important. Um, advocacy is important. And then also making sure as many people know about it as possible. So whether or not you're eligible, if you come across someone who's eligible, or if you have a way to share this on social media to, you know, um, share it at work, to create a flyer and put it up in your community, because the more people who get this tax credit, the really, the really the harder it is to like just take it from people and rip the, rip the rug out from under them. And we need more people sharing their stories and talking about why this is so critically important um, so that we can begin to have um, the people who make the decisions about these policies really understand the importance of keeping it and of making sure that it continues into the future. Of course, I absolutely agree. Um, where can more people find more information about the Earned Income Tax Credit Funders Network? So our website um, is a great place to learn more about the EITC and to get resources. It is a website that's really geared towards funders, and the website is eitcfunders.org. On that website, though, there is a page called the CTC ETC Resources. And so if you are part of the general public and not a funder, you can go to the resources page. And if you look at the toolkits, there are tons of flyers, information, informational videos that really explain what the EITC is. I would say, however, that the best place you can go, particularly if you're thinking about am I eligible or not, is to getyourrefund.org. Um, they've really simplified the process and they have great fact pages that help you understand it more. And it also will connect you to uh, services in your community that can help you get it done. And so I really recommend that folks go to getyourrefund.org to learn more about eligibility um, and to understand the process. You know, the good part about this money is you can take it and do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, improve your quality of life, find joy, pleasure, all those things. Be, you know, being um, someone who is, has low income, being in poverty, um, 
trying to rob Peter to pay Paul, always feeling stretched thin financially, that creates an incredible amount of stress. And if for nothing else, just having an extra little bit of cushion money reduces your stress. It helps you in terms of your wellness, your quality of life to just know that, okay, for a little while, I'm not going to have to worry about food or like how I'm going to get what I need or buying um, or having money for transportation to get back and forth or, you know, like all the things that we need to just live. And as expensive as things are, um, prices are going up every single day. Um, just the idea of having a little bit extra uh, is so important, however you use it to help reduce some of the stress that we all feel when we're stretched really thin financially. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with that. And I know for myself personally, I do fall under just just underneath the um, eligibility uh, requirements, but it's really reassuring to know that other people that are in similar walks of life um, as I am, you know, in terms of schooling, in terms of age, in terms of, you know, where they are just mentally, you know, their mindset, that it's really reassuring to just know that these um, opportunities are available to so many people. Um, And it's great to, you know, learn more about that and then, um, you know, tell more people about that, you know. Um, But is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, No, just thank you. And even though you are just out of the eligibility range, I'm sure you know people who are in the eligibility range that you love and care about. So tell them. And like, that's the message for everyone. Um, Whoever you are, whether or not you're eligible, tell people you care about that this is out there and it's possible. It is one of the ways that we can begin to counteract some of the inequity and injustice that is baked in to our tax system. And then just long-term, we should continue this conversation about how we right-size our tax code um, because that is um, something that's a systemic issue that is baked in to our policy. Um, And in order for us to get to a more equitable tax code, we really need to collectively shift public policy in a way that's more equitable for all people. And so that is our long-term goal. And in the short term, um, we really just hope everyone who's eligible has an opportunity this year to claim that credit because you've worked hard for it, you've earned it, you deserve it, go get it. Thank you so much, Denisha, for joining me today Um, and just letting me know more about these systems and uh, things that you really do feel are um, inequitable and what you think should be changed to make them more fair. You know, just coming on and uh, letting us know what you think is right, Um, but also letting me and our community know more about these opportunities that you guys do offer. Um, I know before this, I was not aware that this was an opportunity for people, Um, and I'm very glad to now know because, you know, like we were saying, even though I'm not quite in the eligibility range, um, it's great to know that, you know, other people around me are to potentially share you know, get them on to, you know, take advantage of this opportunity that is offered to them. So thank you so much for just joining me today and um, sharing more about um, what you do and what you think is important. Thank you so much, Audi, for allowing me to share space with you. I am honored to have done so. And you have inspired me tonight and just give me such renewed hope for our future. It makes me feel really awesome to know that your generation, like the, the, the fate of, um, of our country is in the hands of your generation, because I think we're in good hands. 
And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for allowing me to spend some time with you. Of course, for Generation Justice, I'm Ariana Cordova. Denisha, thanks again for clarifying how substantial the earned income tax credit is for someone who qualifies. As a young man myself, I always try to gain back as much cash from my tax paperwork as I can. So I feel this chance is home for me. Now, we bring you the song Ave Que Migra by Gabby Moreno. We are still in the midst of a deadly and disabling global pandemic. We need to work together to protect each other. Here is Barbara Ramirez and my co-host Josh Green to share some important information with you. According to the New Mexico Department of Health, children five and older are eligible to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Getting your child vaccinated will protect them from getting COVID-19 and protect others around them. Los niños de 5 años en adelante pueden recibir la primera y segunda dosis de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 según el Departamento de Salud de Nuevo México. Vacunar a sus hijos puede protegerlos a ellos y a los demás del coronavirus. Remember, booster shots are only available to New Mexico residents 12 years and older. Recuerde, la vacuna de refuerzo contra el COVID-19 solo está disponible para los residentes de Nuevo México mayores de 12 años. The Food and Drug Administration has authorized a fourth Pfizer and Moderna dose for people aged 50 and older. The CDC also recommends the shots to be administered. La Administración de Alimentos y Medicamentos, o FDA, autorizó una cuarta dosis de Pfizer y Moderna para las personas mayores de 50 años. El Centro para el Control y la Prevención de Enfermedades, o CDC, también recomiendan que se administre esta cuarta dosis. So, if you haven't gotten vaccinated, or if you need to get your booster shot, you can visit cvvaccine.nmhealth.org. That's cvvaccine.nmhealth.org. El uso de cubrebocas puede ayudar a protegerte y proteger a otros del COVID-19. Para más información sobre los distintos tipos de cubrebocas, visite cdc.gov. According to the CDC, masks can help protect you and others from COVID-19. To learn more about different types of masks and how to get the best fit for you, visit cdc.gov. That's cdc.gov. No olvide obtener sus vacunas contra el COVID-19. Use mascarilla y siga los protocolos de seguridad para ayudar a detener esta pandemia global. Don't forget to get your COVID-19 vaccines, get boosted, mask up, and follow safety protocols to help stop the global pandemic. We have some important community announcements to share with you. 
Afromundo is hosting their 2022 festival called Share Roots, a celebration of Afro-Latinx culture this month. Shared Roots is a week-long series of bilingual presentations showcasing the shared histories, cultures, and traditions of Afro peoples throughout the Americas. The festival will take place from April 16th to April 23rd, and there will be various times and locations. So if you're interested, you can visit their website at afromundo.org or find them on Facebook as Afromundo. This Thursday, April 7th at 7 p.m., the National Hispanic Cultural Center presents an award-winning and best-selling author, Dr. Ana Castillo, for the inaugural program of the Escribir Escuchar Hispanic and Latine Writer Series. Dr. Ana Castillo's works include the novels So Far From God, The Guardians, and Peel My Love Like an Onion. In addition to her poetry collection, I Ask the Impossible. To reserve your ticket, visit nhccnm.org slash events. Again, that's nhccnm.org slash events. Now, we bring you Nuez Trastamundas by the B-Side Players. Suenan los tambores de la rebelión Palante con visa mexica reggae en español Como zapatista de liberación La paz y justicia en nuestra misión Con energía positiva, buena vibración A la fiesta de conciencia los invitamos Sin armas, con palabras, con educación We hope you've enjoyed this hour of community action. We'd like to thank New Mexico Youth Tonight's Hour Radio was produced by Roberto Rael and Barbara Ramirez with production assistance from Angel Baker Guillen. And thank you to our interviewer, Ariana Cordova. We want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers. We cannot do what we do without you. Generation Justice would also like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM listeners. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Podcasts. We're also active on social media. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and follow our playlists on Spotify. Generation Justice is funded by the WK Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the Annie E. Casey Foundation, Con Alma Health Foundation, NMDOH Better Together, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking donate. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by POD. Our last songs of the night include Going Up by Indigenous rapper Defy. I'm Madhumita Santanam. And I'm Josh Green. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Have a great night, New Mexico. Elevated while you gravitated, haters mad and made it, feeling agitated, yeah, rapid, rapid, then you had to play it, now I'm animated, and I'm back updated, we celebrated and congratulated, living heavy weighted and recalibrated, dagger jaded with the accelerated, validated, didn't have to chase it. Hey.